Hello and welcome to episode six of the Deep State of Mind podcast. I'm here with my co-host Gribble. What up? Uh, and basically what we do here is each week, each of us goes out and finds a conspiracy theory. You know, one of the one of the wacky ones. Not the mainstream stuff that you always hear of that's brought up in the media. What we go for are the weird and the obscure. Each of us goes out and finds our own conspiracy theory. And then we bring it back and do a show-and-tell style presentation to one another with them. This week, I'm uh, doing something that we probably won't do again. I'm actually doing a satire conspiracy theory, but it is very much underappreciated. It's called the Hibernian Conspiracy. What are you doing this week, Gribble? Mine is called Project Bluebeam. Hell yeah. All right. So, Gribble, are you ready to take the green pill? Is that like the weed pill? No, no. It's the Irish pill. Oh, This is the Hibernian Conspiracy. It's basically a satire of conspiracy theories that say Jewish people run everything by instead saying that Irish Americans run the country in secret from the shadows. Something I just want to say off the top is that if you're Irish and you're listening, I respect your country. I hope that it can be united. You know, I hope 26 plus 6 equals 1 at some point in the future. I believe in you all. That aside, we're going to be goofing on Irish Americans on this episode. But we'll we'll keep it light. Lighthearted. It'll be funny. It's ribbing. You know, if you had to guess, how many presidents do you think had Irish ancestry? Um, well, I mean, that's hard to say considering Americans have a mix of everything. Like, we've all talked to you know, at least a handful of white kids that have said, like, oh, yeah, I'm 15% Irish, 15% Scottish, 15% British. No, you're not. You're from Ohio. Yeah, we're just white mutts. Um, (laughs) If I were to guess, just based on the muttness of white Americans, I'd say all presidents have some sort of Irish lineage. It is 20 out of 45, so... Almost half. The first one of these people is Andrew Jackson, seventh president. Ah, that jackass. Abraham Lincoln, the 16th. I'm not going to go through this entire list. I just wanted to get to the bottom where they say Obama has Irish ancestry because I thought that was really, really fucking funny. Just like Barack O apostrophe Obama. I've seen people write it that way on (laughs) Facebook. Like boomers, when they're really mad at Obama, they'll be like, I don't like you, Obama. I'm just picturing now, like, a a ginger-haired Obama now. (laughs) Like a white, freckled Obama. Yeah. It's actually a human suit he's wearing. Underneath that, he is a leprechaun. Like Hornswoggle from the WWE. (laughs) I'll take your word for it. Something I would like to say is that the origin of this, you know, parody conspiracy theory, I'm not exactly 100% sure of what it was. During his debate with David Duke... Uh, Shank Uger, oh. as as a joke, said like, ah, oh, there's there's so many people of Irish ancestry in media, why wouldn't you say they run it? But in 2016, what we do know, a user by the name of Noam Chimpsky, I very much love that username, by the way, if you're listening, sir. Chimpsky. On August 29th, he produced a document, which is sort of our, our holy Bible, for this undeniable proof that the Irish run it all. What this posits is that it was Irish immigrants who first... <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak in quotes here because it's a parody of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Here, i gotta, I got to put on my voice for it. It was Irish immigrants who first assaulted white America's core values, bringing with them a culture which many had commented was still pagan at its core. They began to dismantle the Anglo-Saxon purity of the United States. (laughs) Okay, so this is kind of like a conspiracy, like, un-theory. Yeah, it's a a goof. It's a gaff. 
It's, it's Do you a... think there's a possibility that, like, although it's it's a goof and it's satire of conspiracy theory, there's probably some poor boomer on Facebook that came across it and took it at, like word for word. Yeah, yeah, probably. Something that I've always found really funny is how people who are like the great great, possibly great 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 grandchildren of immigrants, really really play up how much of their lineage is from a certain country. And the funniest part of that to me is when they make up these rivalries between different people who are just white people who are 10% from someplace. Because at yeah. one point I was riding in the car with a good friend of mine. Like, I, I, I knew her well. And she turns to me. Her last name was uh, Italian, and my last name is Italian as well. And she says, Jonah, what do you think of the Irish? What? It's like neither of us have been to Ireland. I don't know. They're probably cool. Like you, like you know, you couldn't name one of the ancestors from Italy if you tried. But she was like trying to. <laughs> I mean that, like, because you know, I mentioned before, like I have weird Scottish heritage that I don't mm-hmm. really care for. But last year, I was flown out by my biological parents to go to the San Diego Highland Games. Uh huh. Which I was like, sure, whatever. I just figured it'd make them happy. Um, and it was bizarre because it was just a bunch of like, you know, 10th generation Scottish immigrants that have like no Scottish left in their blood, pretty much just after the constant, you know, generations going down. It was just a bunch of white people carrying around tartans and like talking <laughs> about their ancestry and like what clans they're from and shit. Yeah. And it made me very uncomfortable, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. there is you know, a... like, all, they all just took an Ancestry DNA test and then, like, got way too into it. There's some really good Facebook groups devoted to laughing at people who uh, try and represent cultures that they're in no way a part of, usually Americans. Yeah. And one of the funniest things I ever saw in there... By the way, people from those countries, nine times out of ten, absolutely hate that shit. <laughs> I imagine if, if, so. If you own a Kiss Me, I'm Irish shirt or Kiss Me, I'm Irish, I'm drunk shirt, they hate you. Uh, and you live in just fucking so you know. Idaho. Yeah, exactly. Just because... And your great, 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 great grandparents also lived in Idaho. Yeah. And there's something to be said for, you know, uh, children and grandchildren of immigrants. They do grow up with a specific sort of type of culture that's passed on. But that's that's not... The culture as it stands. That's not that's not a living <laughs> version not of the, the culture. Ancestry DNA culture. So anyway, back on how these people are running things. Did you know that Walt Disney, John Ford, Alfred Hitchcock, John Huston, and Michael Moore were all of Irish lineage? Oh. They control See. the media. That's interesting, considering how anti-Semitic Walt Disney was. <laughs> See, it's kind of all coming together, so maybe yeah. there's some, some truth to this theory. Are you familiar with a man named Conan O'Brien? <laughs> Is he Irish? <laughs> His last name's O'Brien, and he has very red hair, and he will. T- <laughs> he, he's visited Ireland, you know, multiple times. Where his, his <laughs> people came from? You were making yeah, a and, joke. Yeah, you know, there. he's a very um, crucial uh, point in media. Yeah, he is. Sean Hannity. They all influence how viewers should think and feel about certain political topics. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Julius Caesar once said, "The whole Celtic race." is addicted to religious ritual. Consequently, those suffering from serious maladies or subject to the perils of battle-sacrifice human victims 
Some weave huge figures of wicker and fill their limbs with humans who are then burned to death when the figures are set afire. They suppose that the gods prefer this execution to be applied to thieves, robbers, and other malefactors taken in the act, but in default, such they resort to the execution of the innocent. Was Julius Caesar ever wrong? Did Julius Caesar ever make any <laughs> any <laughs> big mistakes in his life that, that led to his downfall? I don't think so. Is Julius Caesar ever wrong about anything? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Well, okay, so does this theory kind of, I mean, do we know why they picked Irish? Was it just because it'd be funny, or did it have some sort of, like, backup, you know, because, you know, the Irish were discriminated against and yeah. were persecuted? It was, I think they picked the Irish because, A, there was a lot of Irish immigration, you know, many, many years ago that resulted in an awful lot of Americans having some sort of uh, Irish ancestry. Uh, so I think that they could just pick out you know, who all the people with Irish last names were in media really easily. There's also the fact that, you know, ancient traditions do kind of have some uh, roots in the occult, but we're talking, like, very ancient, so they're able to kind of weave that in as well. Like the weird, um, like, pagan religions that you would see in, like, those kind of cultures. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's very easy to, like, whip it up into a... Uh, into a conspiracy theory. Such as, did you know that every year the most powerful men in the country meet in the Grove Club, where they dress up in robes and sacrifice a child in an effigy before a giant Celtic owl god? You ever heard of this? Yeah, Bohemian Grove. That's yeah. like, um, like, you can't read anything about, like, George Bush or Hillary Clinton conspiracies without coming across yeah. Bohemian Grove. Uh, well, I didn't know, okay... So that's interesting because I always thought the um, the owl from Beho Bohemian Grove was supposed to be associated with like um, Egyptian lore and stuff like that, not Celtic. They're probably just lying. <laughs> they probably just draw some, some uh, lines together. <laughs> yeah. The Grove has members such as Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, George Bush Sr., George Bush Jr., and Bill Clinton. Um, yeah, I mean, Reagan and Clinton, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan, Clinton, and, uh, the young Bush, the younger Bush was, like, a, a stupid puppet. He was really, like, like just a, just a dumb guy as a front for a bunch of insidious evil guys. Well, isn't that all the, like, the Bush children? Senior? He was actually the son of a Nazi. Uh, and... Wait, was he really? Yeah, no, his his dad, Prescott Bush, not only supported the Nazis during World War II monetarily, but he was also involved in the Bankers Plot, which was this conspiracy that never got off the ground between a bunch of titans of industry and very rich men who were planning on using military veterans to overthrow the United States government and usher in uh, a fascist oligarchy. Wait, that's actually really crazy. I had no idea. Oh yeah, no, the on a on a serious non-joking, non uh making fun of conspiracy theories note, the Bush family is fucking uh horrendous. <laughs> well, um you know, have you ever heard of the Franklin cover-up? 
the Franklin cover-up? Go on. It's really hard to explain. I think last podcast on the left, they have like a three-part series on like what the fuck the Franklin cover-up is, but basically it was a mass cover-up of uh, child sex trafficking in and out of like a military base in Omaha. And there is, like, a lot of allegations against the Bushes in that. And it includes um, how, you know, George W. Bush would be seen at these parties kind of like as a, like a, like a Ghislaine Maxwell type of figure. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, hands. I would never put it past the Bushes. There is uh, untold evil behind their eyes. Yeah, um, so I mean, I- I'm sure... You know, anyone interested in our genre of podcast has probably heard of Last Podcast on the Left, but um, I highly recommend their series on the Franklin cover-up because it is—it's harrowing, honestly. It's, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> like it's—I'll it's definitely check it out. It's—it's it's really good, but some parts are very brutal to listen to, but they handle it very well. Yeah. All right. So the next. Uh, page that we have about the uh, insidious Hibernian and how this dastardly type of man worked its way into the American finance industry to control the direction of the nation. Can I ask, what is uh, Hibernian? What is that? Uh, I think it's just like a, a a term for ancient Irish and an ancient Irish culture. Okay, but it's just supposed to reference like the ancient um, cultures of Ireland. Yeah, I think it was. It had something to do with what they were called back in the days of the Roman Empire. Okay, cool. All right, so Joseph W. McIntosh was the comptroller of currency from 1924 to 1928. Okay. James Francis Thaddeus O'Connor was a United States federal judge. He was appointed comptroller of the currency by President Roosevelt in 1933 during the worst financial crisis in U.S. history. William McChesney Martin Jr., was the ninth and longest-serving chairman of the United States Federal Reserve Bank. And if you if you got your third eye open, you know all about the fucking Federal Reserve, boys. <laughs> he served from April 2nd, 1951 to January 31st, 1970, under five presidents. That's a long, sir. Like a long, what do you call that, term? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a very under long time. five different presidents, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Baird McCabe served as a chairman of the Federal Reserve from 1948 to 1951. How is McCabe spelled in that? Uh, it is M-C-C-A-B-E. Oh, okay. I was going to say maybe I have a relation to that guy because I'm, I'm a McKay, but it's a, like a Mac, like M-A-C-K-A-Y. Yeah. But, I mean, still, when I went to the like White People Scottish Festival, they were showing how... Basically, it's the same thing, but, like, they added the A when people emigrated over. So, um, maybe, maybe I'm the Irish-Scottish deep state as well? Yeah, uh, you see, I'm working for the CIA, uh, and Gribble is working for the Irish deep state, which is actually above the CIA. It's the, you know, the, the overarching thing that controls everything. Uh, the, the, no, you're the CIA, the Central Italian Agency. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Not only that, but Ireland receives an insane amount of foreign aid. Why would they if they had an 8.33 ranking for quality of life score out of 10? And this was before Margaret Thatcher, correct? I mean, the Irish did in fact exist before Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, I know. I bet, like, you know, because things got ugly around that time period in Ireland, so maybe the quality of life wasn't as good back then, but... 
Yeah, that would make sense. By the way, we're all very happy that Margaret Thatcher is dead. I'm going to put a little air horn noise in there for her, uh, for her gender-neutral bathroom of grave. But she did really break one glass ceiling, and that was proving that even a woman can be Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess that's a debate for another time as to whether or not, like, who is worse, Reagan or Thatcher, but... Yeah, I don't know. It just be personal opinion. They both funded death squads. Exactly. So, so it's hard to... Um, shout out IRA. Um, yeah. Rest in piss, Margaret Thatcher. Exactly. Anyway, this is a shorter theory. I'm sorry to our listeners. Uh, this is where mine comes to an end. But that was, I thought that it would just be fun to present. We're going to do ones that are presented in earnest. From here on out, I just came across this, and I saw that the original post only had 18,000 views, and it really deserves more. The post will be in our episode description. I do appreciate that a lot, though, because, you know, stupid, funny, haha bullshit like that to counteract anti-Semitism is, like, that's good. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it really just goes to show, like, how fucking stupid these um, theories that all just point to, you know, the Jewish people being to blame for everything. I mean, yeah. when I heard about this Irish thing, I was like, okay, well, well what about the fucking Italians? <laughs> um, I mean, because think about it. Think about it. We learned so many, like, famous historical figures' names in history class, like Galileo, Da Vinci... No, you know, Nostradamus, Pythagoras, all these people. Columbus. Right? Columbus. Well, he was Spanish. No, he worked. He was an Italian who worked on behalf of the Spanish government. Oh, that's okay. Thank you. But remember when they taught us like, oh, yeah, the Arabs discovered mathematics. We never learned any of their names. They exactly. Just said, yeah, we never learned anything about that. But they went into detail to tell us all about these fucking Italians. Exactly. And, you know, like, what I found out earlier today was, you know, think about, think about the Renaissance, right? Yeah. That was all Italians. It was! But, but okay, but the thing is, the Renaissance happened because they got so much money that they could just, like, have all this leisure time to work on stuff like art, right? Yeah. You want to know how they got that money? How did they get that money? It was textiling and, get this, banking. Oh, no. The Italians. So, and and then tell me, like, think about all these Italian names in our government. <laughs> Name one off. I can think Mark, uh, Mike Pompeo. Rudy Giuliani. Ah, oh, that son of a bitch. Okay, what's another one? What's another one? What's Is another Pelosi one? Italian? No, I don't think so. That sounds Eastern European. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me, let, me, let me do a Google search that'll cut out later so it sounds like I know information on command. Okay. <laughs> Jill Biden, of course. Jill Biden, the first Italian first lady. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, I just, I think it's funny because, you know, you could take, like, any... Oh, uh, Pelosi is. Pelosi is Italian. Okay. Yep. Um, I Andrew think, Cuomo. Know, I, I love... Cuomo is Italian. Yep. What about, um... Though Bill de Blasio isn't Italian, Bill de Blasio's real name is Warren Wilhelm Jr., which makes him sound like some fucking Kaiser. <laughs> Isn't um isn't Chris Christie like hella Italian or am I just saying that because he's from New Jersey? Okay, and then think about this. Think about this, right? They teach us so much about prominent Italian historical figures in school, and then you know you remember when you were in school. What did you go home and what was on the TV? Jersey Shore. 
Oh my god. And then suddenly every teen girl wanted to marry a big, strong Italian man. Oh my god. I've been in on it this whole time. (laughs) See, I'm just coming up with this shit off the top of my head. So I really love the the satire that is the Irish theory because it really goes to show, like, how fucking stupid, you know the the anti-semitic theories are because it's like you can pick any fucking ethnic group and be like look this is how they're controlling the government like i just came up with the italian shit off the top of my head and you know if i did more like digging at it i could probably make it make sense to some schizophrenic boomers on facebook yeah uh you ever think about how chef boyardee is a really big deal around here oh fuck chef boyardee also the Italians started fascism that is true what are we dealing with currently in America right now? The rise of fascism. Oh my god. So it was like it was like they planted it <laughs> back then so it could hit us now. <laughs> the but long see, you game. Can just like, so I bet you right now if like I put more thought into it, I could come up with a theory as to why the French are the deep state. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so I, I, I really love the, you know, the uh, Irish theory yeah. in turn to make you know, the anti-Semites look really fucking stupid because it's really easy to come up with something like this. Yeah. All right. I think that's all we've got on that one. Gribble, why don't you go ahead with yours? Mine is called Project Bluebeam. I've heard of this. um, It's it's, kind of your general, like, cracked out, screaming at the sky mixed with the Book of Revelations. It's another, like, Avengers Endgame type of theory, but it's definitely yeah. not, like, more of a creative writing aspect to it. So I'm going to read from this website. It's bluebeamprojectblog.tumblr.com. <laughs> Damn, that's that's an academic resource. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a journalist in Quebec, a fucking French speaker. Think about it. Oh. In 1994. His name was Sergei Monast, and he was an investigative journalist, a poet, an essayist, and a conspiracy theorist. So Project Bluebeam is kind of like his uh, piece de resistance. Yeah, it's it's his it's his uh, it's his gig. Yeah. He also did work on like Masonic conspiracy theories and just general New World Order theories. I used to know a guy named Mason. He 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 was a troublemaker. <laughs> uh. Mason or Nason from the land down under? <laughs> Shout out Nason, my boy in dinosaur land. Mason, if you're out there, I miss you so much. Nason, please pick us something up at Macca's. <laughs> okay, okay, so on the Tumblr blog, the, the blog isn't, like, believing in it. It's kind of just, like, documenting, like, what the fuck it is. All right. So something about Sergei Manast is that he and a- another unnamed journalist, both in 1996, died of heart attacks. So Sir J. Monasty. <laughs> Sorry, go uh, on. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. I'm figuring that's how you pronounce it if he's French. Well, you know, Koyaki. But they both died in 1996 from heart attacks, so a lot of people think that they were assassinated because of the knowledge they had. Damn. The Canadian government also allegedly kidnapped Monast's daughter in an effort Perhaps to Perhaps the him. Clintons? <laughs> She went to Quebec. To <laughs> well, actually, I mean, you know, a lot of theorists would actually probably say that Hillary Clinton would absolutely fly to Quebec to kidnap <laughs> a child. Yeah. Um, How else are you so, going to get that good, good adrenochrome? 
Daddy's fiending. You know what? I could really use a glass. Oh my god! They should start putting that shit in Red Bull. Ooh. The Canadian government allegedly kidnapped Manasseh's daughter in an effort to dissuade him from investigating Project Bluebeam. So now you're probably wondering what the fuck is Project Bluebeam, right? I know you're not, Jenna. <laughs> so the project was apparently supposed to be implemented in 1983, but was delayed. It was then set for implementation in 1995, then 1996. Uh, Manas thought Project Bluebeam would be brought to fruition by the year 2000, which obviously didn't happen, and obviously he's not making any more predictions of when it's going to happen because he died in 1996. The idea behind Project Bluebeam is that NASA is devising this extraordinarily realistic and three-dimensional holographic technology that they'll use to simulate the second coming of Christ. This simulation will, in the end, result in the Antichrist being appointed as head of the New World Order, and from there, the end days begin. As for its name, I cannot find a definitive answer to that, but from what I can gather, the devices will admit blue beams to create the holographic images. So, I don't know what it is. I tend to always stick to uh, theories that come back to holograms in some sort. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, are these blue beams being used to create the moon? It, see, they could be, but... Yeah. So basically the idea is that, you know, there's all these satellites up in the sky, there's all these chemtrails, there's all these UFO sightings, and really all that they're a part of is, you know, this operation by NASA to create a big fucking light show in the sky that, you know, will go outside, look up, Project Bluebeam is happening. The satellites will emit this giant realistic hologram of Jesus Christ in the sky, right? <laughs> That's basically the idea. Project Bluebeam will basically commence in four different stages. Step one is the breakdown of all archaeological knowledge. This will apparently be accomplished by faking earthquakes at precise locations around the planet. These locations will supposedly have fake discoveries to convince humanity that new discoveries will finally explain to all people the error of all fundamental religious doctrines. And I've seen, like, YouTube videos, like, of people who subscribe to this theory showing these, like, graphs with no sources about how earthquakes have been increasing dramatically <laughs> as time goes on. And, I mean, I immediately thought, like, well, isn't that climate change? Whatever. Possibly. Or climate change is being made by Bluebeam, which is causing the earthquakes. I mean, it's possible because, like, I, I even tried to, like, look up, like, what is, like, I, I was trying to see NASA had any actual, like, blue beam technology, you know? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find anything like it, and I'm not smart enough to understand it, even if I did find it. So, basically, these earthquakes would happen, and, you know, maybe a new, like, ruin would show up, or we'd find some sort of artifact that would disprove, I don't know, something about the Bible, right? All right. Or something about just anything about religion that would pop up in... It would just be, a, like, an, an artifact that would, like, kind of rattle the whole world about how we see these religions that we've, you know, thought we've had a good understanding of for thousands of years. Alright, so it says that they're going to simulate the second coming of Christ in order to bring forth the Antichrist. Now, does that mean that Christianity would be disproved? Because I feel like you need Christianity... To, like, be verified by something like that in order for people to fall it's, for hologram Jesus. Yeah, it's really interesting because the theory is saying that we would... I'll get to it, but basically it incorporates all religion to suit 
every person on the planet, despite what religion they follow, right? All right. You know, something about conspiracy theorists is that they really think that, you know, there is nothing in the world besides the United States and Jesus. Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, seven billion people out there who have had more than likely not the same experience as us and not (laughs) the same worldview as us. In, In a conspiracy theorist's mind... The world revolves around Christianity, and Christianity specifically in the United States. Yeah, it's like how every single world leader, many of which hate each other, all decided to come together to create coronavirus in order to take down our great 45th president, Donald J. Trump. Yeah, it's definitely, um, I'm gonna say main character syndrome. Yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe just worldview entitlement. Yeah. So, yeah, so step one is simulated earthquakes that will bring about new artifacts that will make us question everything we knew about fundamental religious beliefs. Okay, I got one more question. Okay. What kind of artifact would disprove religions? What, just like a, um, like a photograph of God being killed? No, I imagine, like, maybe, because um, I was trying to think, like, okay, what would these artifacts be? Like, what if there was an additional book in the Bible oh, that all right. really tossed things up? Or... Yeah, there's like a, a last hidden page to the Quran that says, psych. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, I guess something along those lines, right? Something yeah, I that guess. Would, like would be kind of brought forward by archaeologists and, you know, people who follow, you know, whatever faith it pertains to would be mm-hmm. like, yo, what the fuck? This changes everything. And then they start questioning their faith. They start questioning everything around them. It's It's supposed to create doubt. All right. Or like a or like skepticism a f- or a photograph you know, of uh, Moses eating pork or something like that, something real scandalous. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, as funny as that is, it would be something crazy <laughs> like that that would just kind of rattle everyone. You know what I mean? How would people believe that though? Like, I understand how people could believe a giant holographic Jesus in the sky. If I saw a giant Jesus in the sky and scientists told me, "Yeah, that's Jesus," then you know I would be convinced. But if somebody found a rock that just said like Hello, this is Moses. I'm here with my buddy Muhammad. We made it all up. The Buddha's here too. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I mean, it's hard to say because, I mean, possibly if you were someone who was so, like, orthodox about everything you know about your faith, you yeah. know, you could see an artifact like that and be like, well, that's not legitimate. You know, it could have been made by just some random kid back in that time period and it isn't true. Yeah. So... I mean, I think I think the theory kind of just goes off the suggestion that everyone is gullible and everyone is susceptible <laughs> to not being skeptical about anything. Like we're all just brainwashed sheep. Oh yeah, that's right. We're we're not informed. We haven't woken up yeah. yet. The Great Awakening is coming, from what I hear. Any day now, Q is gonna gonna march into the White House with those million missing ballots. Has Q still been just radio silence since yes. the election? I love it <laughs> you love to see it i folks. love it i love it that is i there's no better way i <laughs> you know i mean because a lot of people think he was like a troll to make um republicans look insane yeah or baron i feel like, like it's probably baron fucking with him i hope it's baron also what the fuck was up with his little anime drawings how do we know those were his drawings uh i don't know but uh, i'm just in love with the idea of baron trump just drawing fat anime titties in his spare time well some of his little drawings were a tad um racist can i say they were a little racist yeah, yeah. 
But also, he's a child, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I hope they're real. He's a child, and he probably saw some movie of, like, you know, some lady getting captured by, like, Amazonians or something. So I'm not really. I mean, he's he's a child. Yeah. What, he's 14, 15? Either that or his dad drew it and uh, was like, (laughs) no, Baron did that. Those big anime titties, I would never. <laughs> I liked his little snake that he drew. It was a pretty impressive looking snake. Yeah, there. no, he actually has like a good, for, you know, certain things about it are very amateurish, but other parts of it are like, you know, have a sophisticated understanding of 3D space at least. Yeah, so, you know what? I can't wait for um, Vice uh, Vice President Baron Trump to <laughs> President Cortez. <laughs> so, shall we move on? We shall move on from the, the titillating tales of... Baron Von Trump. Okay, step two involves a gigantic space show wherein three-dimensional laser projections will be beamed all over the planet. These will take the shape of whatever deity is most predominant and will speak in all languages. At the end of the light show, the gods will emerge into one god, the Antichrist. So basically what that's saying, I guess you could say in the United States, over our skies we would see Jesus Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, or it's kind of weird because some people that I've seen, they're saying that it'll either be a projected image of the Messiah or just God. Mm-hmm. So in the United States, it could be either Jesus Christ or God. And like over, you know, Buddhist predominant countries, it would be the Buddha, which I wish I retained enough knowledge about Buddhism in my college courses. Because when I read that, I was like, I don't think the buddhists would like be about that yeah i don't i don't think the buddhists are like <laughs> buddha isn't meant to be like God. worshipped or idolized yeah he is he's just like an example right yeah he's he's not the messiah he's not god he's just an example of what you should strive to be mm-hmm. i saw in like most text posts about islamic countries that they would just see allah but in one YouTube video, which I'll touch up on the YouTube video, um, he said that they would see Muhammad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. Because from what I understand, like, you are not meant to see or portray Muhammad. Yeah, how would they know it was him? Because there's no... It, they they don't know what Muhammad looks like. like yeah. You'd have to, like, pop up in the sky and be like, hey, guys, I'm Muhammad. So it's me. I thought that was, like, very... It was very obvious that, like, whoever... Well, Sergey or, you know, whoever came up with the idea that it would be Muhammad, they obviously, like, don't know anything about Islam. Islamic culture. Yeah. Because, like, when I first read that, I was like, uh, I don't know. I, and I wish I had um, Muslim friends that I could ask and be like, hey, does this make any sense to you? So I could get a good idea. But yeah. it felt kind of, like, ignorant and a little disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to say, like, let's just go with, you know, Dilsi Allah. Yeah. Or, Uh, you know, Jesus and Moses are both, you know, canonical figures that are considered prophets in Islam. So they could just bring up those two. Yeah, it was it was basically like a messiah or prophet from Mm -hmm. that religion. So I figured it would be what Moses for Judaism, right? Yes. I think that uh, it would also just be the Abrahamic God for Jewish people, because I don't think that. Because uh, prophets are not God, they are mouthpieces of God in mortal form. Right. So I don't know if theologically it would make a lot of sense for Moses to show up, you know, since he is, is you know, such a huge figure in, you know, the liberation of uh, the Jewish people within uh, the Old Testament and, you know, so obviously such a huge figure. Like, it would make sense, but again, I don't, 
you know, I have an interest in Judaism, but I don't have enough of a nuanced, you know, understanding of the intricacies of whether or not they would just have, you know, a guy pop out and be like, like, I am the Lord, I am. It it seems so brutally apparent that people who write about this theory, like, don't have at least, like, a convincing level of knowledge about other people's faith to make this make any sense. Yeah, like, I, I feel like these are just Christians who were like, they got their own Jesus over there. It's, yeah, it's it's absolutely. Like, you know, people from Christian faith or countries where, you know, Christianity is, like, the most, uh, the most dominant popular religion. faith. Yeah, they just kind of see the rest of the world like, oh, it's just like us, but different. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, especially with the, the Islam thing. Yeah. I, I was like, ugh, reading that. <laughs> Basically, they'll all be in the sky with whatever's going on in each country. But every country is going to see something that is the dominant faith for them. And they will all merge into one, and it's going to be the Antichrist. So basically, it's saying that NASA is going to help the Antichrist into simulating kind of like this... this um, Second coming. End times. Yeah, second coming, end times kind of deal. All right. The light show can supposedly be seen in occasional tests, which manifest as UFOs. Some of the true believers of the project cite existing display technology, such as 3D production mapping and foreshadowing the great light show in the sky. So The Tupac hologram was actually predictive programming for the New World Order. Yeah. Okay, so it was really odd. When I was um, looking for more information about this theory, I actually found, uh, I think most of the people who subscribe to this and still write about it, they all lurk on a website called Pinterest. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you type in Project Bluebeam, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm not even kidding. I got most of this information from Pinterest. Wine moms are sharing this? No, you'd actually, like, be surprised how much conspiracy bullshit is on Pinterest. God damn. <laughs> and I have no fucking clue how Pinterest works, so I'm, like, opening up this website. I'm seeing all people, like, the little pins and stuff yeah. of the New World Order, and I'm like, what the fuck going on? <laughs> um, so on Pinterest, I found uh, someone writing, like, this is Project Bluebeam in action. Take a look. And it was a link to a YouTube video from Dubai. And it was literally just, like, a father and son at, it looked like some kind of museum of some sort, right? Yeah. And they've got all sorts of cool, fun shit in Dubai. And it was the the father and the son, like, it was a very, like, young child. Mm -hmm. And it was basically just, like, an AR display. Okay. So it was like it was like a child like playing with a little AR tiger like trying to pet it but obviously he couldn't cuz it was AR. Yeah. And they were saying like this is them like testing Project Blue Bo- uh Bluebeam through like the hologram technology. Project Kelly so, Blue Book for all of your automobile needs. Yeah. <laughs> the um, new world order will be ushered in by Kelly herself. Yeah. Okay. This stage will be accomplished, apparently, with the aid of a Soviet computer that will be fed with the minute physio-psychological particles based on their studies of the anatomy and electromechanical composition of the human body in the studies of the electrical, chemical, and biological properties of the human brain. Did that make any sense? No. (laughs) Okay, so... Um, the computers are also capable of inducing suicidal thoughts. <laughs> oh, all right. 
right? They just beam. So they got the va- bad vibes right that they they shoot at um, you from a bush. So it's not to say that the Soviets are the New World Order. It's just saying that the Soviets are helping NASA. Damn. With the New World Order. So the Soviets are which, still around. Okay, sure. Oh wait, this is a '90s theory. Yes. Step three involves making people think their god is speaking to them through telepathy. Mm. Projected into the head of each person individually using extreme low frequency radio waves. The atheists will presumably hear an absence of Richard Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear this old guy voice that I'm not really familiar with playing in my head, and I'm like, well, I've gone schizo. It's me, Dick <laughs> Dawkins. <laughs> Dick Rockins. We all see, let's just let's just say Jesus, because we're all familiar, and I'm sure most people listening are going to be most familiar with Jesus. We all see Jesus in the sky, and we're like, holy shit, it's Jesus. And then through these like low-frequency radio waves in our head, we're going to hear, what up? It's me, Jesus. <laughs> it's so, your boy, Jeezy. Like, hey, it's actually me, Jesus. Like, I'm talking to you. It's supposed to make everyone kind of like insane like hearing voices in their heads thinking that they're seeing you know these religious deities come to them in visions kind of just supposed to invoke like that i guess can i say schizophrenia in everyone yeah i mean i say schizophrenia all the time (laughs) (laughs) it's basically just to get more people on on board you know Mm -hmm. so step four has three parts (laughs) one Making humanity think an alien invasion is about to occur at every major city. God damn, this is, that sounds like a busy fucking day. Jesus shows up, he talks in your head, then aliens show up, and that's all after all religions were proven false somehow through, uh, I don't know, an ancient photograph? Okay, Okay, it keeps going. Okay, okay, let's recap. All right. So, like, messiahs and gods are going to appear in the sky through a giant light show created by NASA's, like, satellites and shit, right? Yeah. We're all going to see these people in the sky, and then they're all going to merge into the Antichrist? Okay. But here's the thing. All those, like, deities and stuff allegedly are not real, but when they merge into the Antichrist, the Antichrist is real. Okay. That's what it's basically saying. All right. It's a very convoluted fucking theory. (laughs) Part two of step four is to make the Christians think the rapture is about to happen. So there, okay, step one is to make humanity think an alien invasion is about to happen at every major city. And then step two of this is to make specifically the Christians think that the rapture is about to happen. Okay. So do only the Christians... Think like do the are the Christians gonna think the rapture and the alien? No, I can actually answer that. Um, I remember now, in a YouTube video, I was watching about this. They were actually saying that they're gonna tell everyone that aliens are invading and that these deities that we see in the sky are gonna be like, hey, we're gonna rescue you away from the aliens, and that is basically the rapture. Ah, part three. Of step four, a mixture of electronic and supernatural forces allowing the supernatural forces to travel through fiber optics, coax, power, and telephone lines to penetrate all electronic equipment and appliances that will by then have a special microchip installed. So this goes to 
the government wanting everyone to have a phone in their hand, mm-hmm. the government wanting everyone to have a TV in their living room. It also goes to the theory about, you know, the mark of the beast. A lot of people believe that microchipping or like technological human enhancements is the mark of the beast. Yeah. Which is your very like bread and butter conspiracy theory. Yeah. Classic book of revelations bullshit. Which, you know what, I'm gonna say, I fucking love Book of Revelation conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so fun. They all got, like, that, that fun, they got, like, that classic crazy flair. Like, the most unhinged shit. Yeah, yeah, but like I a street Because, like, also, the Book of Revelations is really fucking cool. And another part of this is that, you know, in the sky during this light show, it's alleged even, I guess, specifically for the Christian-dominant countries, we would see a lot of the beasts of the Book of Revelations projected into the sky to make, you know, because that's in the Book of Revelations, the second coming of Christ, like the ultimate, like, battle on earth, then all these, like, angels and deities and monsters come down from heaven to fight the Antichrist and all that. It's basically, I guess, for Christian-dominated countries, supposed to, like, simulate the rapture in the sky using hologram technology. All right. After those three parts of step four... Chaos will break out and people will finally be willing, perhaps even desperate, to accept the new world order. So all this shit's going down and the Antichrist, unbeknownst to everyone that that is the Antichrist, right? Mm -hmm. Will be like, hey guys, new world order. And obviously like this hologram light show in the sky is going to be like the fucking end time. So everyone's like freaking out. Obviously... You know, if there's an option to make it all stop, which is the New World Order, unknown to them, then they're going to take it, right? Yeah. I would. I definitely would. If if Big Jesus showed up and spoke in my brain and was like, hey, it's it's all coming to an end. You want to you wanna hop aboard? I'd be like, yeah, sure. What the fuck ever. Yeah, like, what else am I going to do? Yeah, I got nothing else to do. Like, shit, man. This is, <laughs> like, dude, the whore of Babylon just descended from the fucking heavens. Yeah, let's go. Hell oh, no, yeah, my bad. Let me correct myself. The whore of Babylon would come out of the sea. Ah. So I'd be like, yeah, get me away from this bitch. Hell yeah. So the United Nation plans to use Beethoven's Ode to Joy as the anthem for the introduction of the one world religion. <laughs> <laughs> At least they picked a nice song. Yeah. A device has already been perfected that will lift enormous numbers of people, as in the rapture. UFO abductions are tests of this device. So this is saying all, you know, cases, documented cases of alien abductions, that is just test runs of Project Bluebeam. Damn. And they're saying, you know, all So you're telling me a government man from NASA probed my asshole? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually literally what it's saying. All these, like, you know, (laughs) people who have claimed to have been abducted by aliens or sighted aliens or had alien encounters, they're actually just encountering, like, test runs or prototypes of what NASA's going to do with Project Bluebeam. Damn. A YouTube video that I watched about this also alleges chemtrails, you know, this giant laser light show in the sky that we're supposed to see, and then as well as, like, why are there thousands and thousands of like climate satellites he was like why do we need so many and i was like dude the earth is fucking massive that's why we need a lot like i don't think you understand how big the planet is why does the ocean have all that water yeah project Bluebeam proponents believe psychological preparations have already been made manast having claimed that 2001 a space odyssey 
Star Wars <laughs> and the Star Trek series all involve an invasion from space and all nations coming together. And that Jurassic Park propagandizes evolution in order to make people think <laughs> God's words are lies. Awesome. So it's very obvious this guy is like Christian and sees everything from this like world viewpoint that it's just just like Christianity. Like he tried to incorporate yeah. other religions into his theory to make it seem I guess more inclusive, but it was very fucking obvious he doesn't know shit about other faiths, you know. Yeah, I mean? it's like when a when a shitty male writer writes about the perspective of a woman. And it's just like, her tits bounced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here is a quote from Rest in Piss, President Ronald Reagan. <laughs> All right. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond. I occasionally think of how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Yeah, because so... he was a fucking idiot. Instead of trying yeah. to figure out, like... A way to solve any of the world's problems. He was, he was just like, wouldn't it be cool if aliens showed up? We were all we were all best friends, and we were like, a pew, 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 pew. Yeah, the quote has commonly been believed that Reagan was hinting that Project Bluebeam was real and that it would lead to a new world order. Because mm-hmm. I mean, let's be realistic. You know, if aliens did come down and start attacking our shit, I think all the countries would band together just as humans to like defend our planet you know but for whatever reason this concept of like okay you know we just hypothesized what if aliens attack the world like would everyone band together and work together for whatever reason for conspiracy theorists the concept like this is bad yeah here's the thing is that a lot of these people are the type of libertarian that believes that people working together is a form of coercion and does not respect free market values. Yeah, I just find that odd. Just to recap, the theory is is that there would not be a real alien invasion. Like, it is, it is a fake, I guess you could say, yeah. I want to say false flag, but it doesn't actually happen. Like, yeah. you know, they're tricking the whole world into thinking an alien invasion is actually happening, but it's all just hologram technology. It's not actually happening, but we all believe it is. Right. So that's what would cause everyone to band together to fight the aliens, but they're not real. So then the last step is New World Order. We all take the bush pill and join in. Yeah, and it would be apparently the Antichrist, because again, even though this conspiracy theory includes all religions and faiths, it still at the end of it goes to christianity which i guess says a lot about the legitimacy of a theory like this yeah one thing this theory plays into is the whole they're gonna control everyone with fear because they're sheeps and you can't be controlled by fear that's a huge thing with anti-maskers is the whole like don't don't let people manipulate you through fear but they are fucking scared of uh projectors and the tupac hologram uh yeah and ethnic minorities Well, and it's like you read on this theory and, you know, when it gets to the part where it's like the government or the deep state or whoever, you know, these greater powers that be NASA, whoever the fuck, right? They want everyone to have a TV in their living room. They want everyone to have a phone in their hand. They want everyone to have earbuds in their ears. 
Yeah. And that's because, you know, obviously they're using radio frequencies to have the voice of God in your ear, right? Yeah, obviously not just because when you always have a microphone on you, it's not like that makes domestic spying way easier. It's not like that could possibly be a a motivation. Yeah, but, you know, when they, when they say this, like, they, they all want you to have a phone, they all want you to have a TV. It's basically like, ooh, fire scary, Thomas Edison is a witch. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, they want you to have, like, fuck, what's a good Mark of the Beast theory? Oh, the vaccines that carry the microchips? Oh, yeah, right, because Bill Gates is putting nanobots in the vaccines. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean? So it, it's very much like a, it's weird. It's weird that we've had electronics and technology, I guess not for, like, excruciatingly long, but there are, like, full-grown adults that have had electricity and technology their whole lives in the modern era, right? Yeah, most people have. With the exception of rural communities, you know, uh, you know, 50, 60 years back, pretty much the entirety of the U.S. has been connected to the power grid for almost everyone alive. You know, there's, there's still... some form of technology. Yeah. Even if, you know, a lot of, like, the older folk that we have in our country, you know, growing up, TVs weren't a thing, but maybe as they got a little older, TVs were a thing. I know my grandma... Um, like, her mother was, like, the first person on their street to have a TV. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they still had fucking, like, what, radios? Yeah, and even before then, there were telegrams and shit like that. Planes, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) The automobile. It's it's very fascinating to see, I guess, the side of conspiracy theorist belief that is, like, Thomas Edison is a witch, technology is bad, we must go back to monkey, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, usually it's just the damn iPhone. Why can't we have rotary phones anymore? I don't know how to use the touchscreen on my damn Bill Gates New World Order phone. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it just feels very schizo. Yeah. The uh, idea that the government is always listening to you and they put this th- this TV in your house to turn you into a slave. An additional part of step four that I kind of want to, I mean, stage four, my bad, that I want to, like, step up on is, mm-hmm. um, okay, once these three steps, you know, the three steps of stage four, the final stage, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, they the could have just of... made it seven steps. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> okay, the level of chaos that's taking place will supposedly lead the world's population begging for the new world order, as I went over. And obviously that one world government, one world religion, mind you, because that was important that all of the previous like deities and gods that people saw all morphing into the Antichrist that would, you know, lead people of faith to believe that, oh, okay, it's this. And then suddenly the whole world is unified over this one religious deity, which would be the Antichrist, right? Yeah. One world government, one world faith. That's basically the end goal of this entire thing. Sounds peaceful. Once this is done and the new world order has officially been established, everyone will need to take an oath to Lucifer through a ritualistic initiation. Those who resist will be put into one of seven categories. One, children of the... (laughs) Okay. One, children of the Christian faith are to be kept as either human sacrifices or sex slaves. Or in Manas' own words, classification of Christian children as they plan it are to be used as human sacrifice. Where? Within the black mass ceremonies. They will participate in any kind of sexual orgy, some to be kept as sexual slaves. Which goes back to 80s satanic panic where, you know, you got a lot of this weird Luciferian satanic 
you know, child sexual abuse. I mean, especially this is in the 90s. That's coming right out of the satanic panic. I know yeah. exactly where he got that from. Two, the resistor will be kept for use in medical experiments, which goes back to alien abductions, alien experimentation. Three, the resistor will be kept and used as a living organ bank. Four, those who are healthy and fit for manual labor will be thrown into a slave camp. Five, those who the New World Order are uncertain about will be put into a re-education center. After this, they'll be put into international television and be forced to repent for resisting, after which they'll learn to glorify and praise the New World Order. Six, should the resistor not fit into any of the above-mentioned categories, they'll be thrown into the execution center. Seven, this classification is as yet unknown. Why this is, I'm unsure. <laughs> he just forgot shit to make up. He was just like, yeah. ah, number seven, who who knows? And it's very obvious, those seven steps. He definitely um, got inspiration for them through previous very real, very horrible human tragedies. Yeah. That I don't think I have to name. I think if you yeah. hear me reading those, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, um, it's a bunch of bullshit. And uh, he died. And really? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of bullshit. He's definitely some, like, fucking whacked out, you know, like, New World Order. Was probably losing his goddamn mind during the satanic panic. Yeah. But you know what? There is a, a good creative writing aspect. So on, like, the YouTube video I watched about it, which is actually called the 2014 Update, New World Order's Project Bluebeam, and the real reasons for chemtrails, which I went over, it was for the holograms or whatever. Yeah. Um, the top comment on there is um, uh, the outline of Texas with the Texas flag, like, overlaid. <laughs> and he commented this, it's like Black One Wire, that's the user. Uh, five right. years ago, he commented, no matter, the government will face resistance from me. Stand and fight. <laughs> Holy so, shit, I mean, he's got it. At least the fucking Texans got this, like, they're ready. I would rather <laughs> live under a New World Order than a Texas-controlled world. You live in Texas. Yeah? What's your point? <laughs> the COVID numbers are skyrocketing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's full of fucking Klansmen and company. Yeah, but anyway. So that's all you've um, got for this? I think that's about it. I mean, it's it's pretty fun. I'll give him points. For trying, I guess, his best to include other faiths, although I'm going to dock him for, although he included other faiths, at the end of the day, it's still, like, boiled down to Christianity being the correct one, which I don't think is very fair or, I guess, you know, not very convincing in my opinion. Um, Yeah. So that's like a C plus. Yeah, and he fucking died. Yeah, good for him. (laughs) So he fucking died, and I I mean... And because of his death, this theory kind of just stopped there. You do, I mean, like I said, there's weird fringe groups of believers on yeah. Pinterest, <laughs> but that's pretty <laughs> much it. All right. Sick. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can find us on all major streaming platforms. If you don't mind, we would very much appreciate you either rating us five stars or following or downloading. Uh, you know, it really helps our place in the algorithm. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. Bye.